In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Welcome back to another episode of Betches Brides. I'm your host, Fallon Carter. And today we have back with us, Miss Maria Del Russo. Hello. Uh, Del Russo, not for long. Um, <laughs> the Senior Director of Branded and Affiliate Content and Say Yes to the Betch Newsletter at Betches. So, Maria, welcome back. How are you? Thanks. I'm so good. How are you? I'm chilling. Straight chilling. <laughs> I'm back on the East Coast. All is well. Nice. <laughs> nice, 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 nice. <laughs> Um, so you recently put in to your Slack. There's a bride yes. Slack. <laughs> you dropped in a little bit of tidbit, and I want to read yeah. that that question to people or tell us tell us what happened. What did you What did you message us? So I have decided that because I'm writing the newsletter and I work at Betches that I am allowed to ask Fallon any question that I want during my <laughs> wedding planning process. Whether or not she thinks that that's appropriate, we can discuss, but, <laughs> but she has been very helpful for me. Um, so I was running into issues. We sent, we're having our wedding in June, June 28th. We're about four months out, which is wild. And, um, because we're having a summer wedding, I sent my save the dates out pretty early. I want to say I sent them out in like October or November. Like I sent them out early. Um, and since those save the dates have gone out, I have gotten like not formal RSVPs, obviously, but I have gotten like notes from people who were invited that like they're not going to be able to come. Um, two couples in particular are having children within like a week of my wedding so they're either going to be like yeah they're either going to be like like one week postpartum and like not even expecting to leave their home or they're going to be like so do one like uh, we have a friend in um austin her husband and she are not going to be able to come because she's due two weeks after our wedding can't get on a plane can't come to the wedding Mm -mm. so i popped into my personal um i popped into um slack our personal slack channel and i I asked Fallon, who um, graciously answered, well, kind of answered my question. I said, if I know that these people are not coming, do I have to send them actual formal invitations or can I save on postage? And that was the question I posed to you. I, and I, when I saw it, I was like, this has been a reoccurring conversation just between a lot of my couples on, because I'll take it even a step further. When do you send save the dates? Do you ask for RSVPs up front or do you ask for RSVPs at invitation? Because that's its own thing. But yeah. short answer for you, once they say we're not coming, there's no need to send them an invitation. Gorgeous. Love that. Love that. Because the short it answer. is so expensive, <laughs> these stamps. The other part of this story was that I had to run around to like four different post offices to try and find wedding stamps, stamps. And like... Oh my God. Another thing that I wish people had told me about during this planning, but um, to answer a couple of your questions and like, we could talk more about this (laughs) a little bit more. 
we did not um, ask for RSVPs with our save the dates. Like it was just like a cute little card with us in front of the Wonder Wheel in Coney Island. Save the date. Love. This is where we're getting married. All that type of stuff. And my mother is very particular about not wanting digital RSVPs, paper RSVPs oh. only. So we are Ooh. like, so there was not even like an RSVP tab on our website for people to be able to tell us. We just got like Ooh. a handful of text messages from people that like, when they got the save the date being like, oh, we're so bummed. We won't be able to come. But there was no formal RSVP as part of that. Have wh- What's your thought on, I mean, as you've probably gone to more weddings than I've been a guest at, I was like, I don't RSVP. I'm, I'm working. Like I'm, yeah. Yeah, I'll be there. When you RSVP, what's, do you prefer an electronic experience or have you had to sit through like me, my writing your dietary restriction, writing your name and your spouse's name. Cause g- give, give me some insight on what your experience has been. Um, I, I mean, most of the weddings that I have been to are family weddings and I don't okay. know if, <laughs> as you have probably gathered from my appearances on this podcast and if you are subscribed to the newsletter, which you should, if you are not, <laughs> um, my family has a very particular way of doing things. So okay. I, with my, I've literally only electronically RSVP'd to like two weddings in my life. Um, and those were pretty easy. I mean, it was pretty seamless. It was like, check a box. Will you be bringing a plus one? What's their name? Um, and that was pretty seamless. Um, I do like, I mean, I like stationery. So like, I don't Same. mind a paper RSVP. And I, I think I mentioned here that like my fiance is a graphic designer and has designed the most gorgeous wedding invitation suite for us and in, including response cards. Um, and so like, I like it, it's one way or the other for me. I don't really mind to be honest with you, mm-hmm. but I know a lot of people who like the little QR code on like a, on a details card and say RSVP here. Um, and honestly, like for, like the, the hippy dippy green, you know, sustainability person <laughs> within me is like, if you can save paper, then why even have the response card? Especially because like, we are not having like we're not asking guests to choose their meals ahead of time like they'll be able to choose on the day which i know is also like a big part of that dietary restrictions like do you want the chicken or the fish we're not having all any of that like they'll be able to pick from the menu at the actual reception um but i'm kind of cool either way if you want to save the paper save the paper but if you're into pretty stationery like i am send do the it. response card yeah i think my I am always pro paper because that my I was introduced to the wedding space. I worked at a stationery company called Swoozies. I've worked at Papyrus in my youthful college days as like a way to get money. So I'm used to handwriting, embossing, letter pressing, all the things. Like that's mm-hmm. the way we did it. But I will say the USPS, my unreliable oh variable friend, is the reason that I have become. The only reason I have become pro-hybrid is what I call it. Digital save the date, get people to this website, let them fall in love, book their reservations on a hotel, but also a lot of our couples are doing destination. So we have a lot of information that we need to get out before six weeks when we're sending these invites, right? And we really want to know as many people are, how many people are coming. So I agree that I love paper. And if you can... And you can send out your invitations in enough time to get people to mail back a card so you know how many people are coming without doing it digitally. God send, friend. Good luck. 
wishing you the best. Because there's so many times I've sent save the dates and it's been weeks and weeks. And even the mother of the groom is like, did y'all send them? And we're like, we did. Oh, we did, honey. We sent yeah. that save the date. It is not yeah. in your mailbox, but it's out there. So the same could happen to RSV- RSVB cards is what I'm saying. Like... For all the people who were, <laughs> I know, for all the people who were out of state for us, I literally sent like multiple text messages being like, you got our save the date, right? You got our save the date, right? Yeah. And like, you know, it, it's just, it's a lot with like friends moving and like, w- like which, like which coast are you going to be on? Where should I send this invitation to? My fiance has uh, an uncle and aunt who are currently backpacking through Europe and trying to figure out how to send them. We're in Budapest next week. Can you? (laughs) Not even kidding. Not even kidding. And like, how to send them like a fucking invitation. I finally was like, just scan it and send them a PDF and via email. Baby, like drop them a link to an email. Like just done. Yes. Yes. It's, it's, it's very frustrating. And like, there are little things that we're able to do. Like my mom was very proud of like numbering the back of the RSVP cards and like knowing whose number was with who. And like, do you believe that there are so many when when I used to do RSVP cards heavy, people would send them back without the name. It's crazy. There's, it's crazy. You're like, so you're looking at this blank card that says, Yes, I'm coming, and you're like, Well, that's funny. Who? Wonder yeah. who. So coding <laughs> is literally so it pro tip. If you are going to send them, please code, because people think you automatically know that it's being addressed to me. I'm gonna open it up and say, Yeah, I'm coming. Who of are course. you? <laughs> I know. It's, or, and like they don't put a return address on the on the invitation. Like nothing. It's just like a ghost is coming to my wedding. I have no idea. But all the more reason so, go online and, and RSVP, go online. please. We yeah. love you. I love yes, you. So that yeah. that brings me to another thing though, because I was recently schooled by one of my stationers and I'm still up in the air on this thought process, but tell me okay. what you think. All right. And I told I told you this when you messaged me in the Slack and I was like, well, word on the street is I've been doing it wrong. And I was like, <laughs> me? So when I used to send save the dates, I would give people the option to IRCP on the front end. I was like, because everyone now has an A, B, C, D, E, F, G list. Yeah. So getting people to RSVP or say, hey, I'm pregnant. I'm not coming. We're going on a trip this day. Whatever it is. RSVP, no, on the front end. My stationary friend says, Fallon, we got to stop this. I was like, well, why? She said, well, some people have been RSVPing yes. And then once you get the invitation, they change their response to no. Oh. That's. Oh, right. Why? Yeah, that sucks. That, that I mean, <laughs> <laughs> but like, oh my God, that just stressed me out so much. Um, so I, I, doing, yeah. so doing what you're doing is what I'm saying. It's like technically the right way to do it is save the date is just saving the date. Then I'm giving you all these months to figure out if you're actually coming when I send you the in- invitation to RSVP. Sure. Sure. And like, I think that what we talked about in our Slack channel is exactly what I'm going to say now is that, you know, a baby is not a plan that is changing that part, <laughs> you know, so they're, they're having this child and is arriving at some point. So I don't imagine that like their RSVP would change in any kind of way. No. Um, so like, those are the people who I won't be sending the invitations to, or like, correct. you know, Ben has a friend who lives in France and he said that like that the, the timing just wouldn't work out for a trip to back to the States. So yeah. he's not getting an invitation to, especially because that international postage ain't no joke. We are sending Mm-mm. like seven invitations internationally. And it is like the amount of money that you spend on postage. I never thought that about part. postage the way that I do now. 
Um, Postage but- is always a line item. And it's, especially when you're doing curated custom stamps, because you're doing stamps not just for save the dates, but stamps also on response cards and yeah. curated stamps on your invitation, which are sometimes thicker and have double envelopes. So there's a there's levels to the stamp game, bruh. We and- had to, yeah, <laughs> we- like weighing our our envelopes mm-hmm. and like realizing that they weren't they were a dollar fifty. Like- yeah because they weren't exactly two ounces but they were like 1.2 ounces and i was like god damn like we can't just send a normal stamp on this that part it's the amount of times i i have thought about stamps more in the past two months than i have (laughs) literally in my entire life but um but back to your point i do think that like the like having the response like i think that like if someone is saying no to your wedding off the bat like chances are that's not going to change i think Mm-mm. that what ha- kind of happens more is like people say yes and then something comes up and they are unable to come to your wedding so yeah. like if like the people who are like oh yeah we'll be there like i'm still sending them an invitation i'm not like taking that as a yes but like the people who are like no I have a work trip or no, I'm expecting a child or no, like X, Y, and Z. Those are the ones that I'm just like, I'm not going to send you an invitation. Then. And I think that's valid saying like the, tr- like, I guess some people really wholeheartedly take the save the date RSVP count as like, this is Bible, but it's like, I think understanding that could be a soft hold. Don't guarantee anything. Don't yeah. guarantee numbers to your caterer or anyone based on the guest count you're receiving before you receive your final RSVPs from guests at invitation time, which I think is valid. Cause I'm like, if I got invited to a wedding, like, like you're saying, you you send them at the normal time, six to eight months in advance. Sometimes people are sending save the dates, sometimes a year in advance. Yeah, it's crazy. A year in advance, I'm like, yeah. yeah, I guess I'll come. But what if Sasha, Malia, Obama and them have a wedding and they invite me? I'd be like, well, girl, they you've said been outranked. Eight, <laughs> uh, you've been outranked, sis. I'm sorry, I'm going to have to miss your wedding. What's the link to your registry again? Love. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my you. God. Yeah. Yeah. No, that that's, that's true. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I mean, it, it could happen. You might get, you, there might be a better wedding. So. You never know. You might get a better <laughs> offer. That, leave I, it open. Uh, leave it, like, just. So our, our pro tips and our responses to you now are, don't count your save the dates RSVPs as Bible. Don't guarantee that that is the true number of people who are showing. And it is okay to not send an invitation to people who have softly already told you they are not going to make it. Okay, good. Because I am not. Save that postage, no. girl. <laughs> Save that it's postage. Save and that now we get to, now we get to tap into my B list a little bit. Precisely. You know? Precisely. Because there yeah. are a couple of people on that B list. So Yeah. But I also would explicitly tell them too, like, thank you so much for letting us know. Just just confirming we are gonna remove you from the guest list and we we're not gonna send you an invitation, but we wish you the best in every... I would still, like, make it very clear to them so they're not like, we never Where's got your invitation? invite. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, but baby, yeah. you said you was having a baby, so we... You're out. Like, So I'm saving... I'm saving that dollar fifty. <laughs> that part. And my la- the last wedding we did, since the Save the Dates were such a mess with shipping, we ended up s- doing tracking, paying for tracking of the physical wedding invitations, and that oh, bill alone God. was like... Don't even tell Kaboom. me. I, 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 I won't. <laughs> I Don't was even, even like, are me. you guys sure we're going to do that? I was like, we could upgrade some wines at a bar, bro. Like, <laughs> That's crazy. Oh, my God. It, like, now that I'm, like, so close and, like, I'm four months out, it's like I was just telling someone in the office that I'm now at a point where, like, 
I had a nice little break over the holidays where like mm-hmm. everything was booked. I didn't have to do anything. I feel like I always talk to you right before moments with my dress. I'm actually going <laughs> for my first dress fitting tomorrow <gasps> after we record this. So I'll have to come back and talk about that, which oh, is very exciting. Um, but we, but I said like now is the time where things are starting to ramp up and like mm-hmm. I'm now starting to like see dollar signs attached to every single thing that like I have to deal with. So yeah, but to know that I don't have to necessarily send them invitations and like I could just shoot them a text and let them know. Mwah. I'm Love happy you. with that. Perfect. <laughs> perfect, perfect, perfect. Oh, the etiquette of these things, I tell you. There's an email that we got and I was when I was reading it, I was scra- I was like, oh my God, this is so I was like, Marie, I'm gonna need you to help me answer this because it's I'm rolling um, up my hmm. sleeves right now. So I was like, like, baby, get we're gonna we're all gonna need a Xanax after this. <laughs> like, I was sweating. I was like, really? <laughs> Family dynamics are crazy. Like, we I need an I need to I thought I was gonna bring my therapist on. I'm still thinking about it, but I was oh like, Oh my god, can I be on that too? <laughs> yeah. I swear to God, I started seeing a new therapist during this whole wedding planning process, and half of our sessions are talking about the wedding. I'm like, I'm sorry, once we get to June 28th we'll have like actual shit to talk about but like I just so I just met with one of my clients this past week and she what her she had dogs that passed away and most of her and it's it it took a huge toll on her so she's all of her therapy sessions she's been telling me are still about her grieving with Mm. the dogs and I was like Mm. okay cool but when she was telling me about all the drama with parents and dads and her fiance I was like so you haven't gotten to that topic yet? She's like, no, it's just been about the dogs. I was like, maybe you might need to book a couple more hours because yeah. I think you yeah. need 50 minutes for the dog and you need three hours for the wedding because what I'm getting, we need some, we need a professional. Like, yeah. <laughs> it, it, it is. It, it, it brings up so much, <laughs> especially like if you're planning a wedding like I am and like your family is very involved in yep. it and just like etiquette, who does what. There was a whole thing around like, can my fiance's father also give a speech if my father is the mm. one who is like who is um the host because they're paying for everything like their name is at the top of the invitation like what is the etiquette around that like it's been and like rehearsal the, the, dinner yeah well we're not Sorry, actually yeah. ha- we're not having <laughs> we're not having a real rehearsal dinner either because like mm. i don't have a bridal party so it's kind of like what are oh. what the fuck are we rehearsing like you know and like our yeah so but i and, still but rehearse like, without yeah. a wedding party well we're, it's the we, parents that usually be like what do i do I'm yeah like, walk that yeah. way <laughs> down <laughs> so we'll probably do like a small run through and then like order pizza and he could like toast with Give his a miller light yep <laughs> Sold. <laughs> Sounds great. The, the pizzas are on him. Miller's on yeah. him. We're here. Totally. Everyone's having a good time. <laughs> Done. Nailed it. All right. So let's talk about this question. Okay, cool. It's a long email. So just everyone hold on. I'm going to read as best as I can. Um, Hi, Fallon. I'm newly engaged. I've been absolutely loving the pod. It has been so helpful to my fiance and I because we are the first kids in both of our families to get married and we have no clue what we are doing. Similarly, this is 
new to our parents as well and leads to my question about our current predicament. My context, we live in LA where my fiance's family is from, but are getting married in Northern California where I'm from. Given the astronomical price per person and geographical consideration, we're choosing to be very selective about which of our parents' friends we invite to the wedding. Thankfully, our parents are completely understanding about this. However, my mother-in-law wants to invite a bunch of her LA homies, it says friends, to celebrate our engagement, marriage, and some other capacity as a compromise to limiting the numbers plus doing the wedding up north. She'd originally said she'd love to throw an engagement party for us here in LA and invite everyone she wants to be there to celebrate. We were fully on board with this, but after doing some research, it seems like the consensus is that it's bad etiquette to invite people to an engagement party, but not to the wedding. Do you agree? And if so, are there any exceptions where this is considered not rude? Example, our wedding being in wine country, which my friends say it would still be okay to invite people to engagement part. And if that's considered rude, any suggestions for what we could do to appease my mother-in-law wanting to do something with friends not invited to the wedding without coming across as rude or gift grabbing? Also, for context, she's talking 20 to 30 friends. No way we'd be able to financially invite that many additional people to the wedding. Any suggestions or insight would be much appreciated as we are at a loss and have to make a decision soon. Interesting. It, it Yeah. I... I'm typically very against engagement parties, which is another topic that we can get into at some point. I just feel uh, for, (laughs) for most of the reasons why, like she said in this, um, in this email that it feels very like grabby. And it's just like another thing that I have to bring like a hundred dollars in an envelope to you for like, I don't know. It just did not seem like something that we didn't have one. It was not something that I want to do. That said, if you guys listening are having one go with God, enjoy it. I hope you had a great time. (laughs) But for me, I actually think it's interesting because it it has me thinking a lot about like when COVID happened and people had to downsize their weddings and they were like sending out all these, you know, postcards and stuff like that. That was like, you know, we've chosen to like simplify our ceremony or like have a smaller ceremony and like we would love to celebrate with you guys. But unfortunately, like it's just not the thing in my mind, like given the fact that you are having a smaller wedding and like there is a lot of constraints I get the etiquette red flag, but I think that if it were presented in a way that was like, you know, unfortunately, like we are unable to invite all these people to our wedding, but we wanted to celebrate in some kind of way. And plus, like, it doesn't feel grabby if like it is explicitly your mother-in-law who is hosting it. Right. Like it's not like you as the couple are throwing yourselves an engagement party. If it is your mother in law who is throwing you the engagement party, then like it you are the how guest she of honor. Host, yeah, how she hosts it is up to her. Exactly. So if yeah. that if she is comfortable with that and she's not gonna like write Miss Manners about it and she's cool <laughs> with like, you know, having, you know, an engagement party or a love celebration, whatever you wanna call it, like I feel like that is actually acceptable in my mind. Yeah. And I think the, the etiquette around this is it's definitely changed. I don't think we're as strict because of so many kind of edits in the industry that have happened. A lot of people having more destination weddings, having kind of like more intimate things in one place and larger celebrations elsewhere. It's like, everyone's kind of doing all these things. 
we all understand how much a wedding costs now. I don't think that many people are feeling any type of way when they're not invited, especially if they're just 20 to 30 of your mother-in-law's girlfriends, right? Yeah. They should understand the context of this is just a party. You're coming. But the wedding is something very different. Um, sure. And it's, it's, I think it's a totally fine not to invite them to the wedding. But the host has to be the one to manage that expectation in yes. her way. Yes, exactly. I think that like if it's coming from her, if she's the one who is planning it, you know, if like the invitations are coming from her, she's on the RSVP. Like if she is mm-hmm. managing the majority, if it is very clear, and I feel like, you know, with invitations and stuff like that, it is very clear who is behind these parties and mm-hmm. these events. Like as long as she is the one who is doing that, then it just yes. kind of seems like a nice thing that she wants to do for you and for her friends. And also the etiquette of engagement parties is not, that is not the time you're expecting gifts. If anything, people might be bringing a wine or some flowers, just a nice gesture, especially if it's hosted at a home or something. Yeah, This is not, I mean, yes, you can start to have your registry ready, but the engagement party generally happens kind of like within two months of you being engaged. If you got a registry by then you are ready. So (laughs) you usually don't even have a venue, let alone a wedding date. So I'm like, Oh, eager. So I started filling out my, I started building my (laughs) registry very quickly after I got the venue. I I mean, yeah, girl. Do you? I mean, that's, I was like every, some people are ready, but this is not the time to have your website link. No, under the invite. It's like, don't, don't send people the registry. Just tell them to come and hang out. Yeah, and I think that you could even put like <laughs> no gifts, please. And if people choose to ignore that, they're going, then they choose they're to, going ignore to that. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. But like they're you, still you gonna. like I feel like putting that on the invitation shows that like that is not an expectation that you are having. So like mm-hmm. you know, I think that you're safe if your mother in law is the one who is hosting it personally. Exactly. Just make sure she's hosting it and doesn't put yeah. you in any in any dark shady spots. <laughs> um, <laughs> like I think we're gonna see if we can get you. You gotta meet her first. Maybe we'll get you on the invite list. Like nah, baby, that's not how this is going. So. Yeah. And also when people, I, I think when your parents and other people want to invite a large chunk of people, always have the discussion of the finances of it. Y- you guys are a lot at 10 guests and this is the cost per person. Like, are you going to put that towards the wedding expense just to make it yeah. clear to them? Um, but also just make sure you're talking about the etiquette with the mother-in-law so she doesn't assume that maybe if you like them once they get to the party that you might end up inviting some of them. Let her Let everyone explicitly know what your expectations are. The other thing I was going to say to this is like, if she doesn't want to throw an engagement party, is it cheaper for her to just pay for those 20 friends to come to the wedding? Well, I don't, if, if, if I was the bride and my mother-in-law just had 20, 30 people that she knows, and I have no relationship tied to them at any, I don't want 20 to 30 miscellaneous people hanging out at my bar. I want to be able to walk the room and scan and see everyone that I love in that. The same as you said, I want the COVID experience. I want the essentials in the room only. Yeah. Yeah. Like all your girls on the, on the PT. Cause she, cause also you got to think some of these things are political plays. Like they just want to show off. They just want to throw the big event. That's what LA was. It was like, everyone wants to just have a party for the sake of having a party. Totally. A hundred percent. But yeah, I <laughs> like, think, yeah. Let the girl have this party. So don't party have them at the wedding, but let your mother-in-law throw yourself an engagement party. I'm One more excuse to wear a cute dress, right? I, I love a party. So I'm I like, party. oh, sure. Th- yes. A-, a new audience too? Oh, love. <laughs> yes. It's great. New- I think it's great. Thanks. 
It's great. <laughs> it's great. And I don't have to, I don't have to manage it. I don't have to think about the invites. I don't have to think about the color coordinating, the place settings or the menu. I just get to show up as an, as a guest. Oh my God. But the cello, like the, the celebrant, oh, honey, say less. <laughs> That's why I'm looking forward to my shower. Cause it is one thing that I have not had my hands on that. I'm just like, tell me where to show up. I'll be in a white dress. <laughs> Done. I want crab cakes. That's all I've said. I want crab cakes. Done. <laughs> Done. I'm here to manifest. <laughs> All right, let's get into un, another one. All right, I, I whew, oh, this one was saucy too. Okay, love the pod and appreciate all of your knowledge and insights. It's been so fun listening. I am newly engaged. Yay, holiday season. And though it's early, and that was actually in the email, that wasn't me. Um, and though, <laughs> though it's early in the engagement, I've been thinking a while about how to make my atypical family situation work for my wedding. I am an adoptee that has connected with my biological family and now have relationships with three different family systems, my adoptive family, my biological father's family, and my biological mother's family. They were never married. These groups have not all met each other. And I want to avoid any large emotional outburst at my wedding. The day should be about bringing together my family and my fiance's family. And I'm nervous it's going to turn into being all about my family meeting one another. I'm also not sure how to honor different family members without hurting anyone's feelings. For example, being walked down the aisle, I don't think my dad who raised me should have to share that moment. But I also have a relationship with my biological father and I don't want him to feel left out. Do you have any suggestions of how to create roles, special moments for various family members? What do you think of hosting a separate event, maybe the day of the rehearsal, specifically for my three families to come together? Any advice would be helpful. Well, that was going to be my first answer was like, they should absolutely meet before the wedding. And in 100. fact, like, and in fact, like I would even have them meet before the day before your wedding, like at if your you engagement can, party. If you can have the, <laughs> another reason to have an engagement party. I'm just all these reasons, um, an engagement party, a, like, you know, some type of like brought, like, I don't know, like a barbecue on like a sa- a random Saturday or just like, you know what I mean? Just like that. She is the, the person who wrote this email is correct that like, that is not the proper time for your family to meet. Um, it is also the reason why, like, hopefully your in-laws have met your parents before. Like, it, it's just not a good time for people to be meeting other people. Right. So, you know, your bio parents and your adoptive parents, like let, like set aside a time for them to meet beforehand. Like, absolutely. And then in terms of like, moments on the day, I think that, you know, your gut and I think that it's kind of about like where you see it. This is so hard to like place yourself, like what you want on your wedding day first. But like what I'm hearing in her, in her note is the fact that like, she's worried about offending other people. I think that what she, what my advice would be like, who do you want to do what on the day? Mm-hmm. Like, do you, like, do you want your adoptive father to be the one who walks you down the aisle? And like, is that something that is important for you to have him do? And like, is that why you're feeling like he shouldn't have to share it? And if that's the case, I think that you can have an honest conversation with your bio father. Your bio father may not even be expecting to walk you down the aisle on that day either. Um, you know, 
separate, like different dances for different people. If one of them wants to give a toast and the other one, you know, gives the larger speech or the welcome, like, you know, if someone, if you guys are religious and there's a blessing that you guys want to do and like one of them wants to take it, I think that it's kind of just about like sitting with yourself for a moment and like, you know, again, not something that we as women are want to do, but <laughs> actually ask yourself what you want instead of what other people are expecting um, and kind of take it from there. Is that selfish? Maybe. <laughs> That's you should 100 percent be selfish. I mean, the only person in, I, I like wh- why am I why am I concerned about the emotions of someone else? The only emotions yeah. I can manage are my own. And I start to lose myself when I start to focus on how am I making sure another person is well and doing great when it comes at the sacrifice of my own well-being. Yeah. Nah. It's like, I wish. Yeah. So, (laughs) so, like, worry about what it is that you want to feel, how other people will feel based on what you do. It should not be a concern of yours, period, ever. Totally. Worry about yourself always. Yep. So yep. I, I, I mean, I agree strongly that, and this, this meeting, this meet and greet, this, this thing, it should kind of happen over like a weekend too. Yeah. I don't think it should be a one and done. I think it no. needs to be a. Tr- I mean, we can talk about the budget of it, but it should be a weekend. It should be a trip, and it should be in a place that no one is familiar with. Totally neutral. Therapist, but it's yes, it needs to be a neutral ground for all bodies and parties involved. And you might even want to bring a therapist, but you didn't hear that from me or ayahuasca or you know anything else. So (laughs) choose your adventure here. It's like that episode of Succession where they all go to Connor's ranch and they talk to the therapist. Like that is kind of what you guys need to do. Let's see if that ranch is available. So um, (laughs) this is definitely a weekend sit. You're gonna have icebreakers. You're gonna have some games. You're gonna have some fun but this is a time to really understand because merging families when you're marrying this person you're also marrying their family so you want to make sure you understand exactly what what's going to be coming down the pike so have a fun trip definitely do it months before so that way at the wedding it truly can be about you and not them like and when she said emotional outburst i was like i need an example yeah if they yeah, I think that there's there's a bit of catastrophizing happen, which like I yeah. do all the time. I imagine the worst case scenario, but like if they haven't even met yet, and I'm assuming from the letter, if they're invited, then your adoptive parents know that you have a relationship with them. So yeah. like, I don't know why there would be any emotional outburst, and if that's something that is a, a concern for you, I think that like you can have a frank conversation with everyone involved and be like, get your shit together on this day because I do not want there to be any type of outburst. And if there is, I'm going to, I'm going to designate someone to remove you (laughs) to have your outburst somewhere else. Mm -hmm. Yes. You need an emotional (laughs) bouncer that day. So (laughs) the outburst corner is going to be over here and the bridal suites (laughs) over there. And (laughs) yes. So uh, yeah. 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 I think just being Ooh. honest with everyone. Like if you have a relationship with these people, then like you should be able to be honest with them. So, mm-hmm. you know, just be open about it. Be open. And I, I think I've said this on another episode, like listen to them too. I mean, not that I'm like identify with their emotions and feel all the things that they're feeling, but hear where they're coming from. Because just as you're having these questions about how you want them to interact with your day, imagine how, a biological parent that gave up their child 
to be adopted would now feel being an invitee to their wedding. Yeah. So I'm not saying like dig deep and live in that, but understand where they might be coming from and ask them for like, what are you feeling right now? So that I can understand you and see you because there could be shame. There could be guilt. There could be so many different emotions that they're feeling. And I'm not, again, do not feel them for them. You have your own set to feel. But understand where they're coming from so that you can show up for them as well and say, well, this is how I would love for you to participate in my day. Would you be open to that? Would you be willing? Because sometimes they they might even say, I really want to sit in the back. I don't even want to be acknowledged. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. They may not want to have, like, you know, like I said, your bio pa- father may not even want to walk you down the aisle. Like that's, and that's okay. That's a thing. Like, yeah. <laughs> and that's yeah. okay. So. And that's great. <sighs> Pack Zannies, girl. Pack them high. I'm loving all these, like, very, I feel like you saved the saucy ones for when I come on this podcast. I know. I'm <laughs> like, hoo-wee. It's like, oh, my days. Like, yeah, you're going to, oh, mm. Okay. That's, that's, I mean, family dynamics are a thing. They're tough. But please, everyone's got one. I could talk for like two hours just about (laughs) the family dynamics that I have been wading through with this wedding. So it's a lot. (laughs) So I, and it's like none of us should ever feel alone or in a silo that we don't have a family dynamic. Everyone thinks like there's a normal, we've all got a thing. And when a wedding comes, it just somehow like opens up the closet that was closed for the past 20 years. And you're like, what is this skeleton that just fell on my neck? Like, (laughs) yeah, yeah. Not to quote Russian literature right now, but Tolstoy did say that all unhappy families are unhappy in their own way, but like Mm. they're all unhappy. So like, so like, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's, everyone's got their shit. Like everyone has their shit. It's, you know, and I've, I've definitely felt a lot of like awkwardness and shame around like some of the stuff mm. that's been brought up in my own wedding, but like talking to friends who seem to have it together a little bit more and understanding that like they also went through stuff like that mm-hmm. too. Like everyone is going through something. Everyone's got a mom who goes a little crazy during the planning and like tries to take over that you got to like wrangle power back from her. Like everyone's got something. Everyone's so don't even worry something. about it ever. Yeah. You are not alone. No, nope. <laughs> you are in good company. All right, we got one more. I think we okay. can do this. Let's Woo. do it. Hey, Fallon. I love listening to your podcast as my fiance and I have been planning our wedding. I have an issue. I think would be interesting for the podcast. This upcoming February, we're doing a cocktail attire dinner party on Saturday of our wedding weekend and a brewery welcome party on Friday, all for about 120 guests. No ceremony at all as we're eloping to the Santa Barbara courthouse earlier that week. Just casual welcome drinks. I love this. Casual welcome drinks and tacos Friday and then cocktails, dinner, toast, and then dancing Saturday night. Love. Okay. The issue is with my sister wanting a plus one. My fiance and I are paying 100% of the wedding, which cannot accommodate one more soul more than 220 for dinner. And we're already at 122. My little sister started dating a guy last March who refuses to be her boyfriend or give her the GF title, despite them spending four plus nights a week together and acting, walking, talking like partners. My mom thinks it's a... my mom thinks <laughs> my mom thinks it's ridiculous that I haven't invited the non-BF to the wedding dinner and has been really angry with me about it. The thing is, my sister lives with my parents, and if they found out that she was sleeping at a non-boyfriend's house four plus nights a week, they would be shook. 
judgmental and somewhat upset with him and her. So basically, I can't throw my sister under the bus and say, mom's not even her boyfriend. Why would I invite him? Because that would blow up my sister's spot and she'd be furious. And if they do get around to make having titles later, it would set him up to fail with my parents. My sister will at opportune moments drop a comment in front of my mom like, well, so-and-so isn't even invited when my mom asks about some other random person I'm not accommodating because we have no room budget for them egging my mom on. Do you think it's messed up for me not to invite him? They'll be dating almost a year by then, but he hasn't even had a meal with my family or been inside their house before. And suddenly he'd be at the family table in family pictures, etc., making an awkward situation. I said, just bring him to the brewery on Friday only where we have ample space. But my mom and sister said, no, all or nothing. My fiance's input. The last thing that man wants is to come to our wedding. That's the fiance's input. Exactly. Exactly. He don't want to come. He doesn't want to come. And you know what? I would blow up the sister's spot at this I point totally and be like, would. is he even her boyfriend? Because from what I've heard, that label has not even been attached. She is blowing up your spot. So why are you so worried about blowing up hers? She's already like nuking yours on a reg on the regular. So what are you doing here? Like, why are you trying to protect her? She's being incredibly shitty to you. She's not even helping you. That part. No, she's being so shitty to you right now. So why are you trying to protect her? I, I want, because like this was in February and now we're like end of February I'm like, now. Yo, I wonder if we since, missed it. I want to know the... what happened. <laughs> Did We're going to call him Gary. Was Gary at the wedding? <laughs> I want to know what happened. Was he at the wedding? But no. That's, it, it, no. That's so messy. That's so messed up. The sister like needs a come I would to throw Jesus her moment. under the bus. I would throw I would her under too. the bus so swiftly. I was like, okay, baby. Oh, Ooh, yeah, there's there's Bus, I would trains, planes, automobiles. <laughs> I'd throw her under it all. <laughs> like I just don't flattened. understand how he's she's sleeping not at the house, but lives with her parents and they don't know. I was like, I it moms sounds are usually like, smart. It sounds like what from what I the way that I heard it is that the mom thinks that it's her boyfriend, but oh. but the sister has told the bride that that is not a label that he but is But the fact that he's with. never been at the house or a family dinner, he's not even yeah, a part weird. of this crew. That's weird. No. A yeah. year and you've never met my parents? And, and you want to come to my sister's wedding? And, but like also that, like, please. You, the fact that like the mother is like, <laughs> you must invite him, but isn't saying to the sister like, why have we Why has he met come to the yet? house? <laughs> like have him over for like a dinner? Maybe some pizza. I'm seeing a play on favorites here. I think mom has a favorite daughter and this one might be the baby and the baby gets everything they want. Yeah. Yep. And you don't have to play into that dynamic. Mm -hmm. You sure don't. You can step away and say, well, that's not her boyfriend and they've been sleeping together and um, he's a terrible human. Gary, we love you. You know, if and if you want to, if you want to be like kind of cool to your sister, which like I don't even think that you deserve it. Like you can say to her, like if you don't stop pushing this issue, I'm going to tell mom that that's not even your boyfriend. And see what she does. See what she does. He can come to the brewery, and that's it. And that's it. And that's it. He doesn't get any of my pictures. And if you have a problem with it, I'm sorry. You don't have to figure it out. I'll invite someone else. (laughs) I know. Like we'll stream it for you. Love. <laughs> but also, to, to, like the fiance is correct. Batman don't want to come to that he, wedding. He hasn't tried to come to the house. He d- he is happy with everything that he's getting for free ninety nine. Yes. Yep. Yep. Oh my god, that's amazing. 
Wow. <laughs> he's he is very pleased with his life right now. Yeah. He's like wedding. Yeah. I, I'm good. I, yeah. He is so good. Yeah. They close. They yeah. Huh. Gary doesn't care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah what what i would also say to the sister is why don't you ask him if he even wants to come and see how that l- progresses your relationship one way he or another might be like super sulky at the wedding he might like be sitting in the back or what if he like abuses the bar or like yeah what, he's probably a terrible human as a guest i was like he's no a he's a wild not, card he's, he's a, a wild card he might have that emotional outburst somewhere yeah <laughs> that's the one you gotta worry about exactly. <laughs> Like he needs his no he yeah I was like he is not coming and then no. gets to sit at the head table a nobody Wild. who's never broken bread with my own family bruh girl your sister has has fallen down and bumped her head I want to know what <laughs> I want to know what dad thinks about this because we heard Ooh. from mom but what does dad think about the situation dad actually I don't knows think what's up dad probably dad's knows probably not everything. happy mm-hmm. yeah that's probably not knows. happy yeah yeah dad, dad probably knows. doesn't like Gary. Dad's yeah, probably no, secretly met Gary. Dad yeah. probably has like a private investigator look into Gary and knows the whole thing. <laughs> I'm just going to tell he you that right all. now. <laughs> he knows oh, it all. Oh my God. <laughs> this is crazy. That's it a is. crazy story. All right. I don't know the name of the person who emailed and I, I, I really hope this guy's real name isn't Gary and I hope I didn't get that right. But if, <laughs> if you're listening, I Send hope you did. Thank you. Please, I hope you did not let your sister have this Gary fellow come. A year no. with no title. <sighs> Oof. That is not That's, a man who wants to become that, into a that wedding. Is, honey. And you need to check your sister. She needs a therapist. There's some hidden trauma there that's allowing her to be treated this way. Yeah, to like be spending it. four nights a week with this guy who won't even call you his girlfriend. I hope she's not paying for anything. Oof. Oof. That's a lot. Yeah. Okay, we got a game now. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, we're going to play... Oh, it's a stationary focused. I want to play a game, Invite or Ignore. My producer okay. <laughs> has made us a potential guest list, and we have to decide if we would invite them to our wedding or ignore them. Okay. Your dermatologist. Ignore. Yeah. I was like, I don't even have one. <laughs> <laughs> you should get one. <laughs> I was like, this is an expensive list. <laughs> like, your father's new girlfriend of a month. Hmm. Is he paying? Because if so, then you kind of got to invite. Oh, my God. A month? But if a month, but four weeks. She's four uh, weeks when the invitations go out. That's what I was like. like, We've been planning this wedding for a year and a new girl pops up a month before. Like, was dad getting a plus one? (laughs) We're we're asking too many questions. It's an it's an ignore. (laughs) I'm saying ignore. But there's so much context. I would need to know. I know. I need to know a lot. (laughs) The the dog walker. What? No. Ignore. Ignore. (laughs) Do you know how much a plate costs? Like, (laughs) are you serious? In this economy? (laughs) Exactly. I was like, your boss. Hmm. So I've dealt with this. Kate, I know that you might be listening and I apologize, but I'm not inviting anyone from work. So No. If you're not okay. inviting anyone from work, I don't I don't think that you have to. But if you are inviting some coworkers, then yes. You know, that was actually what I thought about when we were talking about the uh the mother-in-law doing 20 to 30 people. Mm. What if some of those people in that 20 to 30 are invited to the wedding? Mm. Wouldn't that feel a little sticky? Mm-hmm. You kind of mm-hmm. have to do some people from your job or as like I'm like or absolutely nobody. no one from the job or like everyone yeah. from your job kind of thing. Yeah. 
yeah, I'm 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 doing it's all or nothing. I have yeah. I've got great friends here, but I'm I've got a tight tight guest. You list got a tight shit, yeah. Yeah. In this economy, like you said, um, your ex who you're still close with, what the no. hell? <laughs> this this and entire guest list be close. Gets, no. no, this entire no. guest list gets the shaft. No, no, your mom's favorite coworker. Oh no. No. <laughs> no I, she's her favorite. I had nothing to do with me. Yeah, no. <laughs> we're your personal we're trainer. We are. Mm. I'm like, no, no, nah. <laughs> um your personal trainer. If you hang out with her outside of the gym, then yes. But if not, no. Oh, okay. Okay. Then I was like, well, if she got me in shape for my wedding. Mm. Mm, no. Mm, I just give nah. her a nice tip. Just give her a nice <laughs> <Yeah>. bonus. <laughs> Thank I'll you for making my ass look good pictures. in my wedding dress. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like, you'll get a review. Like, period. Yeah. Like, y'all be fine. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I also am not a huge people. Like, I w- it, when I get married, it'll be like 20 people. If yeah. God. Like, yeah. Yeah. Good luck. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. I don't need- now watch me meet somebody who's like, yeah, I got a family of like, from a tribe and we have a thousand people and we're going to have to be in Africa, <laughs> Fallon. I'm like, fuck. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go. All right. That's it for this week's episode of Betches Brides. Um, Maria, how do people mm-hmm. get on this newsletter? Tell me. Tell me. Tell us more. Um, if you go to, I'm assuming that if you're listening to this podcast, you probably follow um, the Betches Brides Instagram account. Um, you can sign up for the newsletter via the link in the bio there. Cute. Um, it's called Say Yes to the Betch. You could also pop that into Google and it'll come up. Um, and then I also have it in my personal Instagram bio. Um, you could follow me at Maria Del Russo on Instagram and sign up for it there. I love it. Well, good luck yeah. with your dress fitting tomorrow. Thanks. I'm really excited. You should be. I can't wait to hear about it. You guys can follow the show at Betches Brides on Instagram. You can follow me also on Instagram at I am Fallon Carter. Please be sure to rate, review, and follow the show. I told y'all follow, like subscribe where it says to do that on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you're listening now. You'll have new episodes every single Monday. So please be sure to, like I told you before, subscribe so you don't miss our next episode. Thank you so much for listening. Until death do us part. The Betches Brides podcast is produced by Rebecca Salzmacat, Lauren Salome, and Sean Kilby. Editing by Rebecca Salzmacat. Social media by Lauren Salome. Be sure to follow us at Betches Brides and send us your emails to brides at betches.com. Betches.